Welcome to the Spoils of Akron podcast. I'm your host, Chris Miller, here with... Ryan Dyke. And we've got a special guest. We're actually on location for this particular interview. This is Don, right. Don Gordon from the Cascade Locks Park Association, uh, which is part of this beautiful park here, right in the middle of downtown Akron in the north side. And we're standing inside of the Mustel Store and Museum, which is another great piece of Akron history. So how are you today, Don? I'm great. Thank well, you. Welcome on this beautiful day. I think it's like 70-some degrees. It's, it's nice. It's a it's good beautiful. day to be out in the park and out, <laughs> out and about. Fantastic day here. So, so for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about the Cascade uh, Locks Park Association and the Muscle Store and kind of what, what your job is here. Okay. Uh, a little bit about it. So this is the Muscle Store we're in. And adjacent to the Mustel store is the Mustel home. This was a family that immigrated from England back in the early 1800s and settled here along the canal. They had three generations run this store. And in the late 80s, a group of concerned citizens got together because the, the store and the house were really run down and uh, they wanted to save it. They, they realized that it was significant uh, historical value to Akron. Uh, so the group got together. Um, and they saved the property. So what you see when you come down here was rehabbed in 2000. And we also, uh, we stewarded the Schumacher site, which is across the street, uh, south of the store. And that was done in 2010. So I do remember that. I remember right. that. I don't remember the one in 2000, but I do remember the one that they, like you were saying, that they re revamped this area down here in 2010. Right. Yeah, and it's really come a long way. You know, before... Mm -hmm. People, you know, think that the path was always here. Well, it wasn't, you know. This used to just be like a little goat trail all the way. So it's taken the collaboration of a lot of organizations, which, as we know, in anything, it's hard to do it alone. It's hard slogging right. when you're going alone, and it, it helps. And that's why it's so great about Akron. We have so many wonderful organizations that work together to make these things uh, fruitful. Sure. And I feel like there's been a renewed interest in our canal history, our locks. It seems like a lot of, you know, there's lock four, which has been activated. I think um, a really uh, a renewal in um, parks and parks and going well. yes, outside. Yes. And, and that's such a great thing. That's such a thing that is such an amazing that we have here in Akron is that we have great, fantastic parks. We have a wealth of parks. And actually yeah. here. We'll see in a bit. We'll go outside, but here we have a connector to downtown, so people right. can bike and hike, and it's off of the towpath. So, so what's some of the day-to-day -day things people can do here? They can obviously come in and see the Muscle Store, get get some pieces of Akron history with timelines and you know information about the flood that happened. I could spend all day <laughs> in this store. I mean, we just walked in, and here's the crazy thing, Don. I've lived in Akron my whole life, rid past this road, past this building multiple times and never thought to stop in to see it because I was on a bike. I was, I was running. I was doing something. I didn't think, hey, I should actually stop and check this out. I'm telling you what, people, if you like stop history. Stop and check it out. Yeah, if you like history, if you like acting, if you like to learn what makes um, this city just so interesting with all of its cool facts, stop in and check this place out. It's, I mean, there's like little dioramas and everything. It's pretty cool. It is cool. And, you know, and it's a park. It's a, it's a free museum. We're open 10 to 4, Tuesday through Sunday. So, um, you know, you come down here, you check it out. And outside and around is just as interesting as inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's really arguably the most significant 
early historical site in Akron because really Akron started along this corridor. Uh, if it wasn't for the canal, there yeah. would not be rubber here. Um, so the, the people who dug the canal, you know, there's a lot of interesting facts about the Irish and the German immigrants that came here. Um, you know, think about leaving the country for a better life and your better life was to go dig a canal. Mm. I mean, <laughs> how about this? Okay. Chris, um, are you, are you Irish or German? Uh, German. Don? Yes. I'm a little German, and I probably have a, some Irish in me. <laughs> See, I'm German as well. So if it wasn't for our past, you know, uh, uh, descendants, this stuff wouldn't be here. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> it, it is very interesting. And, it, you know, I think um, you, you don't give enough credit to the people who, I mean, really think about leaving the country with your family to go over to another country and, to dig a ditch. For 30 cents a day. And, and, you know, that's... I mean, that's the American dream right there, Don. Yes. <laughs> it's digging a ditch. Right, digging a, <laughs> digging a ditch. And uh, there were some very successful immigrants that came over. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about Schumacher, Ferdinand Schumacher, who was a very significant player in early Akron. Um, you know, it's interesting to go back and, like, look at his obituary and just what people thought because, you know, you ask people... What what is Akron? And you know, it's LeBron or rubber. Right. And people don't realize that there were uh, decades before that that they really relied on the canal milling um, as as a city. Or, right. Yeah. To it, to start the city. And before we had rubber, we had oats. I mean, that, we did that have was, oats. That was uh, a big deal, right? It's a big deal. <laughs> yes, Fernand was the oatmeal king. So uh, he he was an interesting guy. Um, oats before he came over here were really just fed to livestock. So people did not eat oatmeal for breakfast. That was something. Uh, Neither do I. Very, Gross. Very, Ugh. I do. Stiff. I love oh, it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. So he, he made it. He sold it door to door. He figured out how to make the machine that cut the oats. Uh, so he was. He sold he, it door to door. He sold door to door. His big break. I would love to know what his first customer was like. He's like, hey, I'm selling this oatmeal. And they were like, don't animals eat that? They're like, no, no, no. It's for humans. Right. You, can, you can congest this. It's fine. Or, uh, consume this. It's fine. It, it's okay. Well, and I think he probably went to his German neighbors. Oh, know. okay. And so they were familiar with the product already. That makes sense. And then they would stop in and, hey, do you have any more of that oatmeal? But his big break was he was introduced to the quartermaster during the Civil War. And the quartermaster is the person who pervades all the supplies for the army and they gave him a first whopping order of 100 barrels which is nothing in the army but to him it was you know this is a guy that was selling it door to door right. and all of a sudden he has to you know and these are barrels like the he's, barrels you see around he's the selling door, barrels. door to door con convincing people it's for humans it's right. that is not for animals and the union soldiers were tired of cornmeal mush so okay. they got on the oatmeal and the rest is history. Did the I didn't know that, and that's really interesting. Did he? Did the orders get bigger after those yes. one hundred oh, barrels? Yes. So right. So he made his first million during the Civil War. Okay. Selling oatmeal to the Union Army. Dollars or dollars? Barrels. Wow. Yeah. And a million dollars back then was a lot of money. A that's lot right. Of money. Yes. Yeah. Right. Still is, but it was right. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now is that um, what's the connection? Because I uh, we were talking about that earlier and. Um, I definitely want to get the full backstory. What's the connection with that and the silos in downtown Akron? So that was another one of his mills. So okay. there were, he, yes, he, he had a, a few different mills and one, probably the most 
uh, I guess, commonly known was Quaker Square. Uh, where the mills were. That's what I should say. Yes. It's Quaker Square, downtown yes. Akron. Um, it's now owned by University of Akron. They use it as dorm rooms and as lofts and stuff like that. It's got a convention center uh, hooked up to it, st- uh, shops and stores inside. And it's it's an incredible building just to right. look at visually. It's I, I always think it's cool. Uh, the skyline of Akron has some really neat buildings in it. And it's it's definitely one to look at. Yeah, and now that, that was a huge mill, and uh, it burned down. <laughs> it, I, I don't know why I'm laughing about that, but uh, Don, how dare <laughs> you? Wow. Well, I guess it's a, you know, and that was before that was the fire brigade days. You know, you had a bucket, bucket of water, a bucket of water, and made a line of people and you right. just pass the bucket down uh, enough time has passed right you know, so i think i think well it's it, not too soon. and it is interesting because he was very frugal guy and he didn't believe in insurance so that Ooh. mill cost him about six hundred thousand, and i believe in 200 2015 16 dollars that's about 14 million so that's a that's a pretty sizable loss and that that was really what ended schumacher's um kingdom as a sole owner of oatmeal factories he after that he had to go into business with the other people there and believe it or not there were a bunch of mills around here so he he collaborated with about 10 other mills uh which in actually one of them had the trademark quaker which is where the quaker oats came from right that was a mill out of ravenna and they had the 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 quaker uh logo and um so that was part of that was something that was brought in which is interesting. So, Don, um, you seem really not knowledgeable about all of this, and I know you and Chris have known each other, and, and this is something that you know I, I just got to meet you for the first time today. How long have you been working here at the Mustel Store, and how long have you been interested in the history of the canals in Akron and all that? I mean, you sound like you've been doing it for a while now, so it's it's very a local oatmeal historian. Right? No, I know. no, no. There's um, put that on a business card. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I've been here. I've been the executive director for just two years now. Okay. So, um, and it took me over 50 years to become interested in history. Uh, it, it, and it's, it's really one of those things that, you know, like you said, you, you go by here and people, I love when people come in and go, oh, gosh, I grew up in Akron and I've never been here before. Right here. Well, right and, here. and it's so awesome. And I was one of those same people mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't know, the muscle store, you ride by, I can buy it on your bike. But honestly, th- I, I, I could honestly say I did not know this. You could go inside right. this building. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that yeah. until I walked in today. I right. thought it was just a like a historical site, like one of those historical buildings that they don't allow people in, but that it has this amazing museum and that it's a it's a store and that it's it's pretty fascinating that it's been here this whole time in, in my 25 years of life. I did not know that. Right. <laughs> well, and, and it is it, you know we've we've experimented with some hours. Um, you know we're we thought about staying open later but it's interesting because it's it's the running it's the workout crowd that goes right. by here later um, so we really determined our sweet spot was 10 to 4 yeah. and if you come down here and run at six o'clock you see the doors closed and you know that's because you're running you're not stopping to look in a museum that's right that's yeah. right and, and it's really it, it's interesting because not only do we act as a museum, but it's it's really a visitor center. Um, you know, we we are the connection between you know Akron to the south, and then the Metro Parks and Cuyahoga Valley National Park to the north. 
Uh, we get a lot of people from out of town. Uh, a lot of people ride the train, go to the north side, and then stop here. Where are we? You know, what can we do? Um, you try to push them into Akron because it's such an interesting change in the path. Yes. Coming from the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Especially with all the going construction going on right now. Yeah. And, and one day, I mean, the construction will end. And I love, um, I work at the food bank. The, okay, the sure. The Akron Food yep. Bank. And we have bikes that we can take out for lunch. Mm-hmm. And the towpath is right by the food bank. It's so I love jumping, right jumping on the path and taking a 30-minute ride and, and, you know, stretching my legs and doing all that. And the path right now through downtown Akron, I love that it zigs in and out and zags in and out, that you go past Canal Park. That There's basically two paths right now. You can go up on top of Canal Park, you can go underneath and right. go through Lock 3. It's really interesting and, and cool to see um, that I, I would bet a lot, a lot of people don't know that that path goes straight through downtown Akron. <laughs> right. That's And that is one of the, the nice things about being here and being able to tell people and uh, calm their fears about going into an urban setting because I think a lot of people, you know, they get on their bikes and they're, hey, I'm going on the towpath. And then they get to North Street and it's like, where am I going? Yeah. I don't want to go into a city because I don't want to navigate the streets and everything. Right. And they've really done, again, the collaboration is key, you know, downtown Akron partnerships. Uh, the Ohio and Erie Canal Coalition, uh, the city, everybody has, you know, connected the dots through the city and made it a much more pleasurable ride through That's the right. city. Yeah. Um, not so scary. You know, there's a cycle track now. You're not taking your family out on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's come a long way. And it, I mean, if we, if our goal is to bring people in, young people to live downtown, you've got to have connectivity. Mm-hmm. And it's great that we can connect to our parks Really, like you say, you can you can get ride all the way to Cleveland route. from where you were. Right, you get on the towpath and go north. I don't know if I'll ever do, end up <laughs> doing that, but uh, and theoretically, I could. You could, or you could just jump on the train that and take too. the train up. There. Yes, or take a car, or take a car. <laughs> so, so all this talk about bicycling and hiking and being downtown. Why don't we head outside? Great, and continue our conversation. Okay, let's do it. So now we're outside of the Muscle Store. Uh, we've got the uh, the trail behind us. We also have this uh, uh, you know large area where it looks like they're doing some work. Can you can you talk about that? <laughs> that that is Rack Twenty Two. Rack Twenty Two. Yeah, and that's part of the CSO project, the Combined Sewer Overflow Project. So this is um, Cuyahoga Street is on the other side, and then Howard Street. So it's considered the Howard Street Rack. And what this does is after a rain event. Um, all the water will come off of North Hill, and it will run through this rack. They call it a rack. It's kind of like a big basin. And so what that does is it uh, takes out all the big solids, so uh, maybe branches, cups, things like that, uh, will be taken out into that rack, and then the water will be – it won't be treated, but it will be cleaner and put out into the Little Cuyahoga. The Little Cuyahoga is what the waterway we see right here. Okay. And so is this part of that, all that construction going on <laughs> yeah. downtown that, you know, a lot of people have complained about and, and this is to improve our waterways it's, and it's called the right. water, waterways renewed, right? Right. That's waterways renewed. Uh, they're, they communicate and they tell us and keep us up to date on what's going on. So there is the OSIT project, which is the Ohio Canal Interceptal 
interceptor tunnel project, okay. which is just north of here um, on Hickory Street, where the tunnel boring machine, the TBM, uh, <laughs> and her name is Rosie, that will start uh, really in the next few weeks. So they'll start boring a 27-foot diameter tunnel from Hickory Street to Exchange by um, 69 Taps to Howe House. Okay, It'll right, come out right. there. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's one part. These racks are another part of the project, um, as well as many other street projects, uh, Dart Rand. I mean, we've all, sure. if you travel around Akron, you've certainly experienced them. There's been some adversity lately. And uh, you had told me earlier that there are tours offered to see, you know, some of this in action. Yes. And, and tell us a little bit exactly. about, the, about so these tours. So we partnered with Akron, Way, or Akron Waterways Renewed, uh, and we act as the visitor center for these tours. Currently, um, they are the second and fourth uh, Friday uh, every month, and that's from 1130 to approximately 130 or 2. You meet here at the Mustill store. We have a video loop in here that this describes what you're going to go see. Then you get on the trolley, and they take you out. So then starting in August, um, it will be every week. So every Friday, they will be doing tours out of here. So again, you'll meet here, you'll leave on the trolley, and take off. And you can go to Akron Waterways Renewed, and there's a link there to sign up for the uh, trolley tours. And they're free, correct? They are free, yeah. yes. And they're, they're actually very interesting. And if you've done one a couple months ago, you can always sign up again because we are these are construction sites. This has changed dramatically in the past few months. I mean, it looks a lot better. So <laughs> the, the construction sites are fluid. They're always mm -hmm. changing. So uh, they have been bringing in the tunnel boring machine up on Hickory Street. So that's very interesting is to see these giant pieces of this machine get placed on site and they're going to put it all together. Uh, so it's always changing. Sure. And, and so what's the end result of all this? Clean water. Clean water. That's, that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, people, it, it's at a cost, obviously. Um, you know, you can't build these things without mm -hmm. without cost. Um, you know, but I, I think as a community, you have to embrace the fact that we, we need to clean our waterways. Um, and it, you have to embrace the magnitude of this project. It's right. You know, not a lot of people get to be in a community where they have this size of engineering going on. You know, this project project size. It's it's quite remarkable. Whether you're uh, a STEM school person and you are interested in engineering, or just like me that likes big, big trucks. And things. Sure. You know, you come down here, you're like, wow, that that's a huge truck. Yeah, the, the little boy in us is right. Like, yes, construction Absolutely. vehicles. And, um, you know, it, for those who are engineering students, it, it gives them an opportunity to see something they, they, they have in theory. It gives, it gives them a chance to see it in action. It, right. It, the result of, of maybe stay in school, you can also design a giant boring machine named Rosie, <laughs> right. which is going to tunnel name, through the what, earth. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever Akron. name you prefer. Right, sure. <laughs> but, yeah, how much more interesting is it to see and experience it, like, in person right. rather than looking at it in a book or reading about it. I, sure. I, you know, and that's the great thing about being down here, coming down here, uh, you're kind of like living history. I mean, you're here mm -hmm. where canal boats used to go by, uh, sure. where, sure. you know, our forefathers, 
you know, built their first factories and the first industries in Akron, you know, started here. So it's we like to dovetail the the need for water in with our forefathers because this has been Akron's lifeblood for a long time. The canal, um, you know, it, it there was some politics getting it here. And it, it came here, and now we, you know, we need to take care of our water. Um, right. You know, there's the flow of sanitation has evolved dramatically, and um, I, I do like the way it's going. It's sure. going in a good direction. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where would you like to go next? Let's go to the Schumacher site. Let's go to the Schumacher site. All right. All right, so we have crossed North Street, and we are on the other side, and we're going to check out. It's outside. The big red wheel. The big red wheel. I'm sure that's not what it's actually called. This Don, is why don't you actually tell us what the big red wheel is? Say this, that five times fast. Yes. What the big? No, I can't. Big I red can't wheel. Even say it once fast. Big red wheel. Um, this was, or yes, was the Schumacher Mill, and this was the big wheel that was in the the mill. Yeah. Um, so. You only see half of it because half the other half was underground. Right. Right. So it was 36 feet in diameter, and their buckets were 10 feet wide. So, you know, I mean, these were big buckets. Big buckets. Right. So two of us. Right. That's probably what I, right. Two of yeah, us would probably be us. it, yeah. So a giant wheel, and it not only – well, it basically powered the, the whole mill. So pulleys would come off of this one, wheel. The one wheel one powered wheel, everything. Right. So it would – a bunch of pulleys come off, and it was uh, – if you want to look it up, it was an overshot wheel, which uh, – come down here and look at these pictures. An and, overshot and, and, wheel. Right, and you will uh, – be able to determine what an overshot wheel that okay. was uh these are see uh, you learn something new every day folks i did not know that there was different types of water wheels there are different types of water wheels which is great yeah i think for it's, each for whatever circumstance you may need a water wheel you have different kinds to choose from right and back then you there were uh well this was before coal they weren't burning coal back then mm -hmm. they didn't have natural gas electricity. obviously electricity right, right. so it, whether it's the canal or these mills we think today we look at it and you're like, wow, that's that's really low tech. So is this where the building sat? That is, this is where the building sat. So okay. you can see there are uh, sandstone, yeah, uh, outlines in the in the grass. Oh and yeah. So they've actually outlined the the building where it was. So. Oh, wow. Um, the and foundation this, is outlined. This was the building back right. here. Mm -hmm. If you can see yep. past my big head, back here. Right, wow. which is now our Monarch Way Station with uh, help from the Akron Garden Club and the Sierra Club Portage Trail people that uh, we put that in, which is which is great. Our pollinators were friendly. That's but right. But the canals are in front. The canal was in front of us, so right. this would have been the back of the mill. Okay. So the canal boats would have pulled up to the back. Okay. They would have taken the processed flour, loaded them on the canal boats, and taken them up to Cleveland okay. and to the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, was this probably the biggest water wheel in Akron. Wow, that's a good question. I I'm going to say Would you think it so? was. Yeah, it, it was a giant wheel. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean it's huge. It's huge, right. It's a big red right. wheel. Yes. And again the technology you know, it was so brief. Um, you know, because then they started burning coal, right. steam came, um, you know, so you can imagine building a, a wheel of this size right. wasn't something you just 
did yeah, whip out in a, on the a weekend. Days, right. With your DIY hey guys, skills. I built this big wheel on the weekends. Right. Check it out. Yeah. It's an uh, overshot wheel. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's an overshot wheel. So figure that one out. Uh, you know, so it, it didn't last that long. And the great thing about uh, Schumacher was he he was a tech guy. He was a okay. technology guy. So when new technology came, he was always worried about the bottom line. And if it could make him more money, he was going to do it. So, hey, coal is a lot more efficient than falling water. Right. I got coal. Let's do coal. Okay. Natural gas is better than coal. Let's do natural so, gas. So, you know, right here, um, you know, you also have the railway lines. We and do. You also have the streets. And yes. I know we were looking at the diagram earlier in the store, in the store, and, you know, this has always been North Street. It's always for the most. No, it right. hasn't. Well, no, it yeah, hasn't. I, it, as long as I know, it's been North Street. In, in the old. So this was kind of an ideal location for the um, mill to be at. Right. Yes. And a lot of that has to do with the natural landscape. So, you know, Summit Lake is the Continental Divide. Right. Um, so the water is falling down. So rather than going up to Cleveland, we actually go down to Cleveland because right. it's all downhill. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, so you had a nice drop in elevation here. Um, and really, that's why you have so many locks. So lock 15 is in front of the Mustel store. We right. all know where lock three is, lock four. Mm -hmm. So you figure that's less than a mile, and we've got like 11 or 12 locks. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes to a half hour on a canal boat to get through every lock. Wow. That's with no traffic. You know, one canal boat fit in the we lock. We complain about traffic nowadays, right. but think you if imagine? you were on a canal boat. Right. If you were at North Street and it took you five hours to get into downtown oh Akron. Oh, my gosh. That'd be terrible. Right. No wonder there were gambling halls yeah. and uh, no, saloons. People are, like, complaining because they, they think the construction is bad now. Cause, oh, that construction, it's it's causing me to be late to work. Right. Are you, what are you talking about, people? If you had to take a canal boat anywhere, <laughs> not that you had to take a canal boat anywhere, but that it would take you five hours. Five to, hours. To get through downtown Akron. Right. Wow. Which is really crazy. And, you know, the other interesting thing we, uh, you know, we don't know – we can we know a lot about it, but it's the smells that I always think about. So, okay. you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, you think about in history. But to go back and you got to wonder what it smelled like. That's I don't want to. <laughs> I don't think I it's I don't think I want to, Don. I think if you were living with your mules. Your mules stayed on your canal boat. Gross. Um, everything went in the canal. Everything. Right. Everything. S everything. Yeah. And then you swam in it. Yeah. That's that's the you drank from it. You, right. you did like. Like fish, you know, we say like fish poop in the ocean. Where do you think, what do you think, What? where did all the water, everything went in the canal, right. Don, everything. Everything went in the canal because it just went away. It was beautiful. That's gross. Yeah. It's <laughs> really <laughs> it's, gross. So, well, and that's, you know, so we learn, well, yeah. you know, we hope to learn. Um, and so the the canal, you know, the, the mills were here and eventually, you know, the mills ran their course right. and then a guy named... Benjamin Franklin Goodrich came into town, hey. and uh, he brought with him rubber. Okay. Um, and so initially, he wasn't making car tires because cars weren't invented. So right. What What do you think he was making? He was making Don. I will answer this question with utmost knowledge. Okay. He was making inflatable pool toys. Exactly. Yeah, to float down the canal. That's right. <laughs> what was he making? <laughs> he uh, He was making hoses. Which, oh, you see, know, we were talking about the... That uh, was my next guess. The fire brigade, uh -huh. you know, so the bucket, or the bucket brigade. So, mm -hmm. uh, 
he developed uh, hoses for fire, fire okay. hoses, and also bicycle tires. So it all oh, started wow. with bicycle tires. Okay. Yeah. The bikes were very popular in the late 1800s, and right. uh, so the tires started. So um, earlier we were talking about um, the canal path itself, and you mm -hmm. mentioned something. I don't know if we mentioned it. On they call that the prism. The prism. The, the prism, right. Okay. Um, it wasn't always here. There wasn't always that you could ride the, your bike or something on the canal path. Is that on correct? The on that the towpath. On the towpath, I should say. Exactly. On the towpath. Right. Um, do you know when that came around? Because, I mean, that's now a huge staple in Akron is you can ride the towpath. It, it is. It, right. So I believe that the, and I, I'm not sure the exact date, but around 2000 is when the connection from the Mustill south. Okay. So when they redeveloped this this site, I'm sorry, 2010. What am I talking? The house was uh, redeveloped in 2000. This site was 2010. So it hasn't been that long ago no, no. that the path was put through into Akron. Um, and really, when they first came to the Mustel House, there wasn't a path. I mean, it was no. just a trail. So okay. that was, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s. And I'm not sure when the path actually got to North Street, but. It's it's kind of crazy to think. Um, I used to live in Kenmore, and mm -hmm. the towpath was right by my house. Right. That um, that the the towpath it starts way past Barberton. It starts all the way down in past Can Canal Fulton. Right. right. You go down to Zor. There's a path. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that you can take that path. I think, like you said earlier, all the way up to Cleveland. Right. It's approximately a hundred miles. Wow. Right. I mean, that's my. I was. Um, training for the marathon last year and uh, I didn't end actually I didn't end up actually running I hurt my knee long story <laughs> but um, if you're gonna train for a marathon people do it smartly right don't hurt your knee no but um, my goal was is to run the towpath in increments so like I'd run from you know from point A to point B and then I'd run from point B to point C and I wanted to run the whole towpath and I got all the way up to uh, there's another store. I can't remember what it's called, but it's up like in Peninsula. Right, the Boston store. That's what it up. is. Mm -hmm. So I got all the way up there by running it and, you know, then tragedy. You yeah, and I hurt my knee and I had to end up dropping out. But, um, you know, just that experience of just being on the towpath. I remember uh, as a fourth grader, I believe, <laughs> yeah. taking the train and riding the train all the way through. And if my math is correct, that's before... They did all this. Uh, yes, it probably didn't come all the way far, no. this far south. Yeah. No. And it, it, again, I think it's the connectivity and, you know, a lot of people, we, we take the path for granted. And yeah. we don't understand that it takes uh, organizations a lot of time and money to maintain this, you know, beautiful path. Okay. Um, and it's all free. You know, you just, you can access it, uh, you know, from anywhere here. We're standing on North Street. You can access the towpath and you can go south. Mm -hmm. Or north. And they built the, um, I think it's so cool, they built the uh, the the barges over Summit Lake. Not the barges, the piers, I should say. Right, What's so it's the floating path. The floating yeah. path, so it right. goes right across. And, and, and um, you know, we, we were talking earlier about this area also that we were standing in, and it wasn't, you know, redeveloped up until 2010. Right. What was here before? Well, but... The, the factory, Schumacher's Mill was here, but then through time, yeah. um, really, it, it was just a dump site. I, wow. I mean, unfortunately, um, you know, there was 
we talked about it before there was a little goat path that going through because mm-hmm. it was the the canal prism but th- you know the area that we're standing on really was just overgrown trees uh you know if you had a bag of garbage you'd probably pull up and throw wow. it out yeah it's it's remarkable the change has happened. There's still change to come, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you just look across the street at that. Hey, Chris, can we pan lofts. over? So I want to pan over if we can, if we don't lose focus. And this is, I think you were saying, this area down here, walk with me, Don, is that it's going to, it's redeveloping. Oh, no, I got caught. Redeveloping into almost a small, like up in Peninsula, like you were saying, like a cool area right on the towpath with with uh, restaurants and right. and live in um, living quarters and right. stuff. So we've got lofts over here. This is the Cascade Lofts, and they've got. I mean, this uh, is fairly new too. Yes, yes. This is. Um, oh, was it this February? The fe- I think it was this February that, uh, or the February before. Um, I mean, <laughs> time flies. So uh, yeah, and it this it had been an eyesore forever, and mm-hmm. uh, Tony Trophy really did a nice job with this. Uh, it's residential living, and then hey, we know that Tony Chopi. <laughs> on the other side, it will be um, a, an event space yep. and a Lock Fifteen Brewery. Wow! Yeah, and the cool thing, and um, we'll try to get a shot of it later to show everybody, is there's now a bridge. There is a bridge that goes so straight from your store, the store, over to there, over to the site. And we hope our 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 goal is to maintain a path all the way up to Cascade Village, okay. which is just up North Street. Mm-hmm. It's 250 or 240 um, housing units up right. there. And we would like to have them ac- be able to access the path wow. with the path rather wow. than walking down North Street. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Now, let's head back inside because there's a few more things I definitely want to talk about, Don. Uh, so let's head back inside the store. Okay. We'll talk later. All right, so um, one thing that I definitely wanted to ask, Don, and we have these amazing diagrams here that I, I or diagrams, dia, dioramas, dioramas, toys, 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 is I feel like this should be something that everybody does know, but I think there might be some people out there that don't know how a canal works. Right. So uh, we have a video podcast, so the important, the, the cool thing is that we can actually show people how canals work. Work. Right, because it's much easier to explain with toys That's right. than it is with just words. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Chris is going to go handheld here real quick. So, Don, why don't you step over here okay. to this side and explain to me how um, this all works. Okay, so really you're looking at it, it's difficult to understand how a lock works. So this would have been a lock. It's a walled uh Basically, it acts as a stair, so okay. it either it would help the canal boat go up or down. Okay. Uh, this would have been the canal, okay. so the canal would have been you know 40 feet wide, four feet deep, okay. and it really is just where the the mules would pull it when it wasn't going through a lock. Okay. Uh, so so uh, if a, if a boat is coming from um, up higher, you mm-hmm. know, water level, it needs to right. go down lower. It would follow a path like this one. Right. So there would have been locked doors. So the boat would have pulled in from the upstream side. Okay. They would close the doors on both sides of the the lock, and they would have released the water. So okay. it would just be like draining a bathtub. The boat would have gone down in the lock. They would open up the lower, okay. the downstream doors, and the boat would have moved forward to the next lock. Same thing over here. Right, exactly. And here we actually have what the, the doors look like. So the doors would have been open. The boats would have, it would have pulled in. They would have shut the doors. 
um, and that would have been on both ends. And then whether it was going up or down, um, they would let the water out, obviously, with these valves and release the water, and that would lower the canal boat if okay. it was going downstream. Or they would shut these valves, and they would open a side valve, and that would let water into the lock. Okay, so if I'm... Uh, this is very interesting because mm -hmm. if I, there's, uh, you'll be walking by the lock and you'll see little holes, holes in the lock in the side right. of the walls, right. and like, that's what, what is that's, that? That's what exactly. that's for. Exactly. So that would have. I always thought the it was like a. I always thought it was like a window for trolls or right. something like that. Well, but it's it, it, now it is. Whoa, but then gosh. it was. <laughs> oh my gosh! But but it's where they would keep the excess water. It, right. So the water would have been diverted with with a valve. They call this a butterfly valve. They so would open or close the valve. Wow. And the water would have gone in or out, depending on if you want to move the the boat up the river or down. Very cool. Oh. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great explanation of a great video explanation of how canals work. Yes. And specifically locks. locks. Because that's right. Locks. The canal is, you know, you're just, you're floating down the canal. Right. Um, but it's really, something the, the engineering along. is all in the locks. And okay. if you'll notice, there's, it, it, you'll see in the lock wall, there's this inset and that's actually where the doors folded back in because the lock, the lock walls were 15 feet wide and the boats were 14 and a half feet wide. Wow. So there was very little space to get these in. So the doors had to go back flush. The boat would pull in. Um, you know, this is a wooden boat. These are stone walls. So you didn't want the boat back and forth beating wow. against the wall because it was tough on the boat. Very cool. But, very uh, cool. Thank it you. It is Don. very cool. Yeah. yeah. They're, it's simple, but elegant. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap up here. We're in the main area of the Mustel store. If you walk into the front doors, you'll see this beautiful open area. And Ryan, did you learn a little bit about canals today? I learned and so locks. much. I learned so No, no, this is honestly, this is probably one of the coolest live podcasts That's awesome. or video podcasts Fantastic. that we've done. I'm so happy when we get to have people on that um, not only do we get to um, show people this, this wonderful thing of Akron that not a lot of people know, but I also love to learn about it. And we always joked, one of the original hosts of the show, my uh, good friend Ben, ben Arrington, um, we always joked that we started this podcast to introduce Ben to Akron, <laughs> right. a, a, a guy who had lived in Akron <laughs> his entire news. life, but knew nothing about it. So I sometimes feel like that when I'm like, when I get introduced to these amazing places and these amazing people that I didn't know about before. So right. again, thank you, Don, for coming right. on today. I, I, you're very welcome. I'm glad to have you guys. It's an opportunity. Um, like I said, it took me over 50 years to figure all this out. And it, it's fascinating. I mean, I just, you know, and you learn something like every day, you, you yeah. feel like a little a cool nugget. Yeah. You know, that just, it makes Akron... I mean, I love Akron, but it even makes it better because yeah. all this cool stuff happened, you know, back before Firestone and everything. <laughs> right, right. It's like, you know, um, who knew? 1800s, all this stuff was going on. Yeah, some, so it was it was uh, cutting edge at the time, right. too. You know, it really was. So, um, Don, do you have any upcoming events you'd like to plug? Well, uh, first of all, actually, let's give us our, your URL. It's Cascade Locks. Cascade oh, yes. Lock Park Association. Cascade Lock, Lock Park, Park Association. C CLPA. Mm -hmm. CLPA.org. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, your, Cascade your Locks 
CascadeLocks.org. CascadeLocks.org. That's you can find out more about the the Cascade Locks Park Association. Right, right? and you can always find us on Facebook. Um, Mm -hmm. So we every Friday we have a cookout here. We call it Free Lunch Friday. What what time? (laughs) It is. (laughs) I get the grill fired up at about eleven thirty. Totally coming down here this Friday. So yeah, and we actually have music this Friday. So um, we it's. Either the OSIT tour is here, we'll have music, we'll have questing. Um, really, Fridays are great. So if you're walking down from downtown, um, you want a little break from uh, the food trucks or something like that, um, come on down. I'm wow. grilling and chilling, and it's free. Grill master Don. <laughs> right. Sounds exactly. like a plan. We'll be there. So, I uh, like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, th- please do. Um, it is a lot of fun. So then we also have uh, a big fundraiser, which is called Life and Death on the Locks. It's a actually it's a murder mystery gala, and it will be um, held at the Trailhead event space at Cascade Lofts. So it's right across the bridge in front of our store. It's September 16th. Um, it is uh, dinner with open bar. So it'll be it's. It's actually going to be a lot of fun. So there'll be actors, and Brian said that he was an actor. So I'm totally uh, up for this. You know, maybe we can uh, get him in on it. Yeah, he would be a good fit. So uh, period clothing is. Oh, I have that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's it's not mandatory, but it'll be much will, cooler if you come in your period yes, clothing. Yes, yes. So All that right. is again is Saturday, September 16th, um, at the Trailhead Event Space. Okay, great. And you can find that Eventbrite or our Facebook page. Very cool. Very Super. cool. Well, Chris, I know there was a couple of events you wanted to give shout-outs for before we end this wonderful podcast. Sure. Um, I'm part of a group called Free Akron Outdoor Movies. We do free uh, movies outdoors in very scenic settings. We're actually doing one at um, Goodyear Park. (laughs) Goodyear Park uh, this Saturday, July 22nd. We're showing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Great spot. So that sled riding hill is going to be a natural. Fantastic. Movie seating. That's awesome. uh, Incline. So please come out. It's free, as the name implies. Um, also, next oh my gosh, that's <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. That yeah. hill is huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I think we're going to start the movie around nine o'clock. Okay. Um, we're going to have a popcorn truck. We're going to have a square scullery truck. Yes. There, there's going to be someone from the Metro Parks who's co, co uh, kind of co-hosting with us, and she's going to do uh, some crafts for children and, and some art related arts and crafts type of activities. Next Wednesday, uh, July twenty sixth is our finale for Full Circle Storytelling at Jilly's. Uh, that kicks off at 7 p.m. And with our good friends, Wandering Aesthetics. Wandering Aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Kyle Joseph has worked with some uh, some of the best storytellers from throughout the year to cultivate their story, and there are going to be eight storytellers, and there's also a special guest storyteller, a Nepali refugee, who's going to talk wow. about Very cool. uh, you know his first love in the refugee camp. So. Wow. So what about you, Ryan? All right, so um, the events I have that are coming up this Friday and Saturday and next week, Friday and Saturday, um, if you got kids or you just love Disney, come see uh, Little Mermaid at Dynamics Community Theater out in Talmadge. Cody and myself are in that show. We're is he, is he the Little Mermaid? No, <laughs> no, yeah. Cody is not the Little Mermaid. I had to he get plays a the chef. I had to get a dig. He plays the okay. chef. <laughs> so um, I help make costumes for the show, and I have a small ensemble piece. Uh, so make sure you come out for that. Um, that's going to be great. Uh, then uh, Copper Pennies will be playing at Roses Run Country Club on the great. 27th of August, and we will be at Nuevo in downtown Akron on August First, I want to say. Okay. I'm going to say August 1st, and if it's not, someone will yell at me. Um, and then the one thing that, that I— That's a Tuesday, right? Yes. Okay. 
let's say August 1st, people. Um, Copper Pennies, Nuevo, and Downtown Akron. And the last thing I want to say is I am currently doing a show at uh, the Akron Civic Theater, a uh, Rocky Horror Show. I play the devious and nefarious butler, Riff Raff. You've got long, riff long blonde hair. I can't yeah, wait. I get to wear a bald cap and everything. It's, riff, it'll be great. <laughs> if you would like to come see that, please buy your tickets. It's August 15th, 16th, and 17th. Buy your tickets. Where is that? Akron Civic Theater. Um, like Friday night's already sold out. Wow. Thursday night's going quick. Wednesday night tickets are also going quick. So uh, make sure you buy your tickets. It's limited seating, 200 seats per show. Um, they do it cabaret style, drinks and stuff. It, it's, you know, we did Avenue Q there earlier this year and it was a great time. So make sure you get your tickets to come see that. Don, I want to again say thank you so much for being on today's episode. This was by far, I think, one of the coolest video podcasts we've done. Great. Thank you. Come to the Mustill store. Yes, yes. please. Come to the Mustill store. It out. Tuesday through Sunday, 10 to 4. It's an awesome place, you know, and, and, and I have to say since you've taken the helm of this organization, I mean, I've noticed a lot more activity, a mm -hmm. lot more visitors, uh, just a lot going on. A lot know? more podcasts coming down here and recording. And, coming, and I appreciate that. Knocking. It's it's such a great asset, and you know we want to show it off. That's, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I think that's what it takes. Akron wants to shine things up a little bit, and uh, hey, come visit. That's awesome. It's a history lesson. Yeah. I the few the the past few times I've been here, I've learned new things. Yeah. Even today, I did. So thank you so much. You're welcome, Don. Thank you so thank much. You. Um, and as we always say to end our episodes, keep, keep it, it in, in Akron, Akron day. day.